so glad you're here. This is the Efficiency Bee Podcast, and I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This is the podcast where we talk about bold ideas to live a balanced life. We talk about things from time management and efficiency to organization, business, parenting, all of these things wrapped up into one. I hope you join me each week as we interview amazing people who work hard and do their best to make their own world a better place. You've heard of a queen bee, a honeybee, or a busy bee? This is Efficiency Bee. Hey, welcome. How are you today? Fine. How are you? I'm good. So we were just laughing about, I'm going to let you say your name because you have a beautiful Italian name that I will butcher. So why don't you go ahead and lead with that? Okay. It's Davide. You can say Davide, David, whatever you want, but it should be Davide in Italian. So Davide. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you're Thank here. Thank you. So we are going to have a great episode. We're going to talk about time, but a little bit about money, a little bit about inbox, because yeah. your invention, creation, and design is all around meal prep, right? Which touches everything. It touches bank. It touches time. It touches inbox. It's kind of everything all wrapped up into one. Um, so I'm really excited to have you here. But before we get too far into that, I would love if you introduce yourself, tell us where you are, how you do life. Um, and we'll get going. Okay, uh, I'm I'm Davide uh, Benini. I live uh, in the north of Italy, Verona. You know the city of Shakespeare and stuff. And uh, I live here with my wife and two kids. Totally uh, like Shakespeare and stuff. Stuff, <laughs> yeah. Big deal. You're just used to it. Anybody who doesn't yeah. live there. Doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, it's all over you. You know, when you enter the town, there's this big sign in in in, in English uh, with uh, I can't remember. It's probably the opening of Romeo and Judith, but you know, like uh, it's uh, it's all around. But yeah, oh, that's so funny. And stuff, yeah. Great yeah, stuff. Okay, sorry. Proceed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I live here with uh, my wife and two kids, and they're aged seven and four. And uh, I am a mobile programmer. I make uh, iPhone and iPad apps. Although I have quite of a strange curriculum because I studied humanities before I was, um, I, I have a PhD in, uh, in English and Irish literature, as a matter of fact, but then I changed stuff completely because it wasn't really feasible to get a career here in, in that area. So I decided I'd try something else. So, yeah. Very cool. And how many apps do you have? Well, uh, there's one app on the App Store. Um, then there's another app I'm working on, but it's not published yet. Uh, and then I also work uh, on, you know, gigs for third parties, and that's what pays the bills mostly, you know, because yep. the app is still quite young. So, yeah, Very work cool. as a contractor, yeah. as a freelancer, yeah. And that's what it's all about, right? I mean, we learn our craft, and then we do our craft by ourselves, and then we exactly. teach people to yeah. do it. So exactly. <laughs> that's kind of the path I've taken too, you know, yeah. I learned about business accounting and now I do it and someday I'll teach it, I'm sure. So Yeah, yeah, that's a path, yeah. Awesome. Well, I would really love to hear the story of this particular app because I downloaded it. I think it's fantastic. It's really reasonably priced. I just want to say that right off the top because okay. a lot of times you find these apps and you're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Um, so let's jump into it. Like, introduce it. Tell us all about it, how you came up with it, everything. I'd love to hear the whole story. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, of course, you know, it's, it's an app about meal planning. And of course, uh, there's an element of cooking in that. And of course, there's, you know, kind of a social cultural element because we're in Italy and here, you know, everyone is interested in food. It sounds a bit like a cliche, but it's really like that. You know, when I when I'm out with my friends, we're either talking about food or eating food usually. So <laughs> there's this kind of social aspect uh, that's kind of inescapable. But more personally, um, you know, I'm I kind of got interested in nutrition when I moved out of my parents' house. You know, I had to provide for myself, and I remember that I liked it. I mean, I like to be able to pick recipes and try and cook stuff. Although my mom is a, she's a good cook, but you know, it's just, you know, the um, trying new things, you know, trying to do things for yourselves. And so I read a few books about nutrition and I'm, I'm no expert on nutrition by any means. I don't want to give nutrition advice or anything because it's, uh, the field is far too complicated. But, uh, the thing that I gathered from, you know, that time is that, uh, I think that, um, it's a good idea to have a, a varied diet, you know, a diet with a kind of different kind of foods. And then, of course, you know, your diet depends on a number of factors. Maybe you are a vegetarian or a vegan. That depends on ethic choices. Then their diet, they're linked to religion. But whatever your diet uh, uh, is, uh, there's a range of different kind of foods that you can eat. And the more varied um, in, in that range, the better it is for, for your health, I think. So that's the basic idea that I got. I mean, I think it's kind of universal, you know. Mm-hmm. whether you follow this diet or that diet the more varied you eat the, the better it is so yeah. that's one idea be, behind the app and then i went into proper meal planning when my kid my 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 older kid federico he was six months old and he started uh, eating solid foods and uh, we followed this uh, technique, which is called baby-led weaning. I don't know if you've heard that mm-hmm. or self-weaning. So the idea is that uh, basically the baby eats your own food. So you cook just for yourself. And then you give the same food to the baby, chopped in small pieces so he can pick it up. Then it's more complicated than this because, uh, I mean, there's other ideas. So some kind of foods to avoid and stuff. There's plenty of books available on this. But uh, the, ba- the main idea is that you cook the same thing for yourself and your kid. But of course, if you want to do that, you have to be kind of, you know, conscious about your eating habits. You can't really go to the takeaway every night and then give your food, your kid takeaway, right. you know, <laughs> cut in small pieces. So me and my wife, Michela, we started, um, we decided to start to meal, to planning our meals. And it wasn't like um, we went uh, looking for meal planning techniques or stuff. We just, you know, took a piece of paper and started writing down what we were going to eat uh, in the next week. Although I think at the time the planning was already, you know, pop, there were blog posts and stuff, but we really didn't go that way. Because I think that um, essentially it's a, it's a very simple technique. There's nothing too complicated about meal planning. You just need to sit down for five or ten minutes and decide what you're going to eat. And so, you know, we started with pen and paper. And then uh, after maybe a couple of weeks, we moved uh, to a shared calendar on the iPhone. Michaela is also in software, so she, she's used to technological stuff. So we, we started using the shared calendar and, you know, we filled the every day of the week with the meal we're going to have. And after a while, she told me, why don't you do an app for that? I mean, it might be useful. So I went to the app store and I went looking for apps about meal planning. And there are a lot of apps about meal planning right now in the app store. There weren't that many at the time. But the thing is, most of them, they didn't really store recipes. So you you had to 
type recipes all the time. Every time, every time you you wanted to plan a meal, you had to type the recipe again. Some of them may be auto-completed, so you were helped, but they didn't really store the recipes. And I thought that you know that having the the repertoire of your recipes is a good element because it's much easier to pick uh, from your previous uh, recipes than to type the recipe all the times. And so you know there was this prototype app that I made. It was just very very simple and straightforward. It was just you know Monday to Sunday, you know the list of days, and you had just pick the recipe, and it was just our recipes. So you couldn't really have that recipes. It was just you know for internal usage, and uh, we used it for a while. And it kind of stayed there for, for a few years, you know, like uh, we used it every now and then and we meal planned, uh, we just planned our meals. Uh, but, you know, then I had kind of, um, you know, I had some kind of health problems for a while, which are, I recovered now, so I'm fine. It's no problem about that. But then, you know, I decided, I changed jobs. It was probably related, you know, sometimes you want to change to try new stuff. And I decided to, I was offered a job as an employee. I was freelancing at the time, but I was, was offered a job as an employee and accepted. And it was the wrong decision. Because basically, you know, it wasn't for me. So I'm not, uh, I, I, I was used to working by myself, planning my time, my activities every day, ever since college, you know, I had been, you know, working independently ever since there. So, you know, going to the office and, you know, having someone else plan your time was kind of really stressing for me, it was really stressing me out. But I tried to work there for a while, you know, to make it work and see if I would get used to that. Then I went to a conference, um, you know, software conference. And, uh, you know, conferences are, you meet nice people, you hear people talking about their projects. It's very, you know, invigorating. You hear um, a lot of positive thinking and stuff like that. But most, you know, often when you go back to work after conferences, you kind of get kind of a reflux, you know. So you go back to your daily job and then you, after hearing all these nice things. And, uh, but this time was kind of different because I remember I went to the hotel room and I, you know, it was quiet, which was something very very strange for me because I had two kids that were kind of small. So I was alone by myself for three hours. I had nothing to do in an hotel room. So it was crazy. And my brain started working, you know, like uh, I really had time to think and hear my thoughts, which was very rare at the time. So it started working and I said, uh, I realized that I had to, to, you know, to find a new direction, to find, to become uh, independent again, you know, to find, uh, but I say, okay, if I'm freelancing this time, I'm going to do this right, you know, do, doing much better than the last time. And I decided, you know, that I was in no hurry, but I had to become a freelance again. And I said I needed a project, you know, to focus on something to give me, you know, of, of course, a form of an income and then also like a kind of a direction. Mm-hmm. And so I decided I start me. It was called weekly menu at the time. So I started my own app again and I picked up my app. I kind of re- rewrote it from scratch, you know, to take advantage of uh, new technologies and stuff. So I rewrote it from scratch. And in the following months, I wrote a menu plan, basically, uh, when there was free time. Then COVID happened, you know, and I had to put a stop to it because I had no free time at all. Like we were working in shifts, me and Mikera at house with the kids. So it was kind of a crazy time. I have kind of a a blur now remembering that time. But I had to put a stop to my projects, you know, like everything stopped at the time. And, uh, you know, when things get kind of calmer, I could, you know look for different jobs again, different gigs. And uh, I managed to to resign last year, 2021, mm-hmm. in March. And I started working on menu plan again. And so I was able to launch the app in, uh, well, it was summer. I think it was July, yeah, July last year. And yeah, that's the story of the app, basically. So 
I love it. And say the name of the app for me. I have it on my phone. And yeah, it's called uh, Menu Plan. Then if you go to the app store and look for menu plan, you're going to find it. There's a thing with name of apps in the app store. Sometimes, you know, the brand name is not exactly the app name for reason of uh, rankings. You know, like uh, sometimes I change the app name, not really the brand. The brand is always going to be menu plan and the app is always menu plan. But sometimes it's called meal planner in the app store, but that's just for, you know, reasons of uh, CEO, you know, like a ranking in the, in the web yeah. search. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. When I just typed in menu plan, the second one that came up is, it says it's called meal planner, but it's exactly. not yours. And it um, has like a color wheel on it. And then a exactly. Yeah. Right. It's uh, it's actually no, it's it's a pity. It's actually Apple's fault, as a matter of fact, because like people started using these techniques to make up rank higher, and so yeah. if you call your app with its own name, no one's going to find it basically. Right. So so you have to call it something like meal plan, meal planner, so people can find it. You know, it's kind of crazy, but yeah. So. Yeah, good. Okay, so we'll make sure we put the link in the show notes. So okay, we download this particular app. I've downloaded it and I've been going through it and it, it seems really easy, which is really what I'm looking for in an app, right? I want it to be inexpensive. I want it to be easy to use and I want to be able to have it be something that I can. So it's, it's free. And then there's, um, in-app purchases available, right? Is that. Yeah, it's, uh, you can, you can use up to, you can store up to seven recipes and that, um, that way you can have an idea about the feature. Uh, I'd say most features are really unlocked. There's a couple of features uh, which are, you know, behind the paywall, but it's just minor features. You can see all of the app without any subscription. And then if you like it, you can subscribe and uh, you can get past this limit and the app is all unlocked. Of course, it's, uh, right. you can see cool. all the features. Yeah, Download it and play with it and see if you like it and then buy the full version. Exactly. Then it's also family, you know, it's a family subscription. So if you have set up your family in, in iOS, you're going to, you can share the, the purchase with your husband or wife or partner or whatever. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm actually, my husband is the cook in this house, um, but I always want to know what we're having. So being able to share it on a family plan is really important, right? Because then, well, then nobody has to become the single point of truth. Everybody has access. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just set my kids up, two of them on the family plans on, on Apple. So um, but you can also, you know, you, with the, the new version, which is going to, I'm, I think it's going to be out when, when this, this is aired, mm-hmm. you can actually share your plan with another Apple user because uh, right now you, you wouldn't be able to share it with, uh, with your husband, but with the new version, you'll be able, and you can even share with, with extra people, uh, with, without, um, you know, writing privileges. So they just see the menu and they can change it. So it's kind of useful for kids and stuff, you know, you want them to see. But you want them to mess up your nice meal plan. So Yeah, that's great. So tell me some of the benefits you've felt as a family um, as you've been using this app. I know you're using it in, in real life too. So what have you yeah. felt benefits? Well, uh, I think, you know, I'm speaking about the app. Then again, I'm speaking again um, about meal planning in general because I think that, you know, most benefits can be applied both with the use of the app and also without. I think meal, meal planning in itself has lots of benefits. And, you know, when I had to, to make the website for the app, I had to think, you know, it was marketing. So I had to think about how to summarize it uh, in, in principles, you know, things that are easy to read. And so I usually say that uh, meal planning has four advantages. And that's you, you save time, you save money, you make less waste, and you eat better. 
so and go through them. Um, well, you save time because basically you just set aside uh, maybe five to ten to fifteen minutes, depending on on how fancy you want to be with your menu. And the, of course, the more used you are, you get to it. The, the, the less time you're going to spend with it, uh, you just uh, set set out this time every week, and then you're done. I mean, you don't have to think about what goes to your table ever. And that's you know, it's crazy how, how how this is useful, really, because you don't ever have to think about what's on the table tonight. Yeah. And um, and then of course you save time also because uh, with a meal plan you can also make a very precise shopping list. And so you can go shopping just once instead of just going out, you know, whenever you need that particular kind of food. And this is also this convenient. Life is multiple trips to the grocery store. I exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Eat it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And also, you know, there's, um, there's some recipes which are very, very easy, but you have to plan them. Like yeah. uh, many, like stew or stuff like that. Uh, they're not that complicated. Just say maybe 10 minutes of preparation, but then they, they, they have to stand, you know, stay on the kitchen for like two hours or three hours. Yeah. And you can't really prepare those recipes unless you plan them. And right. of course you can plan them the day before. You don't have to plan your whole week, but it's much easier if you plan it all. And then you just, you know, you're organized. You know, okay, I can do that. I just yeah. have, you know, to, to chop and then I can go back to work and put it on the fire. And after three hours, you're back and it's ready. So... Yeah, I agree. One of the biggest tips I talk about when I talk about meal planning, I mean, I, I've i never seen an app that's this co- comprehensive all the way around. So I'm really excited to use it. We use a lot of pen and paper or whiteboard in our house for meal prep. But one of the things I have found is if I meal prep on Sundays, I can decide how many meals I need to make because with three kids who are all in sports and all have after school activities and I've got work things like I wasn't here last night so they could have pizza because it doesn't make a lot of sense to make a whole meal for one adult and three small people because yeah. they don't eat much. Um, but it gives us the opportunity to look at our week as a whole, right? And say, yeah. okay, we really need to make dinner twice this week or we need to make dinner five nights this week. And and then you can decide based on that, how many nights do we need to make sure we have leftovers for? Yeah. Because we're going to be on the run and we don't want to go through the drive-thru or we are going to go to the drive-thru this night or that day we're going to go to the restaurant. But what your app is really helping with in that regard, I think, is I could know exactly which ones I would make or my husband would make in this case because I don't yeah. know. But, um, that would allow for leftovers. So I can I can tell myself, like, these are the ones I want that will you make. Can- 10 servings and I can freeze these for next week or, or however it may be. So having that idea of how to lay it out really helps from multiple, multiple days, right? Yeah, multiple it, batches. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And then, like you said, the grocery store trip, I like, I re it's really one of my top five pet peeves is, is having to go to the grocery store multiple times. And one of the things I like to talk about is like shop your pantry and your freezer first. So many times in my life, I have decided to make something and bought it and then found it later. So having the recipes already listed out in the app would give me time to look at my full grocery list and then go through my pantry and go through my freezer and go through, you know, whatever I need to and shop myself first and then go to the grocery store versus otherwise you're kind of in a hurry and you just have to get it done. So you have your pre-listed grocery list already made in the app it's already ready to go yeah ex- exactly because recipes uh, if you put ingredients to it if you add ingredients to recipes then the shopping list is automated and you can see what you have to buy 
also recipes can be imported from the web, you know, from most websites, like recipes.com and stuff like that. They get imported and ingredients get imported. So you don't even have to bother writing all stuff down. Then of course you can customize it the way you like it. But yeah, so you're I have right. A I, for you. And yeah. this may just be a no, or maybe it's a next generation of your app. Yeah. Is there an opportunity to add in no cooking tonight so that it's in my plan for the week? Yeah. Yeah. That no what well, that makes sense honestly. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm going to add it because it's a nice suggestion. You know, one thing that's in the in the next in next features is um takeaway as well. I'd like to support takeaway because of course, you know, you go to takeaway and sometimes you know you're going to order pizza. What I do right now is just write pizza takeaway as a recipe so I know that uh, see. But I'd like to support takeaway maybe with something smart like reminding you to to call the takeaway to order or stuff like that. That, that that'd be nice I think. But also things. yeah, no meal makes sense because sometimes you just sit out so yeah. Yeah. Those types of things really end up um being quite useful like I, we have one pizza place that we order from because that's what everybody likes. So yeah. you just on the button and order it ahead and it's uh, yeah really, yeah um how can i make this better tomorrow is always my <laughs> my mo for things but being yeah able- yeah but no no you're right it's a good suggestion i'm i'm already thinking of supporting you know eating out and takeaway so you can you know like book that in your plan and uh, yeah and goodness knows the the restaurants all over the world need our continued support with yeah. because it is covid is still lingering in the restaurant world for um for people who yeah, are yeah. all over the world it's happening so no matter where you are listening to this go eat local <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. need you and uh, they do. we're gonna have an app too so you can know that it's on your calendar but i mean for us we eat out probably once a week it's just not feasible with a family of five financially to eat out that frequently but yeah. being able to um, remember what you ate too. I mean, that's one of the things we talk to our kids about is the diversity of food. So I don't want you to eat pizza four nights a week. I want you to have different things. We haven't had pizza in two weeks. They'll say like, I could pull up the app and be like, uh, we had pizza three days ago. Relax. Yeah, exactly. Look here. <laughs> it's your <laughs> menu plan. You had pizza three days yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. We're tracking everything else, right? With our smartwatches and everything else. We know how much we slept. We know how much we walked. We know how much everything else. It'd be great to know exactly what we ate and, um, and go with it. Now, how is your app designed for meal periods? So is it the kind of thing that you track breakfast, lunch, dinner? Is it primarily focused around dinner? Is it flexible? How do you have it's, it? Um, you actually can manage up to six meals every day, which is kind of crazy for me, but there's people needing it. So I added them because, you know, yeah. when I started out, it was um, lunch and dinner. And yeah. then uh, the, the first testers told me you need to add breakfast because especially for people following specific diets or trying to lose weight, you know, the breakfast is an important meal, so they need to track it. Yeah. There's people like eating breakfast and lunch and maybe they skip dinner. So lunch, dinner and breakfast. And I thought I was done. But then, you know, I got the request from other users and they asked me for second breakfast, which is something that uh, apparently it's very popular in uh, Eastern Europe and Germany. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a thing. And then there's um, the afternoon snack mm-hmm. and the night snack. And it's it's a bit too much maybe, but you know, I, I you can pick and choose from these ones basically. And you know, six times a day. I'd never really thought of them as meals, but I do try to have small meals with snacks in between. Yeah. It's going to help 
supposedly as you get yeah. old, it's supposed to help your metabolism stay in line. So I think that's really smart and it'll help people guide towards that smaller portion. Right. Yeah. I don't the kids six times a day. Um, but then there's people, you know, following a specific diet. So they need to track six meals, you know, like uh, that was not like the use case has taught the app for, but there's people doing right. that. And so it's useful for them. So love it. That's really clever. And I think that really helps bring everybody in. Use as much as you want, but not all of it if you don't want to. So I could go in and just use it for dinner, right? Or, yeah, you can. You can configure. I mean, when you start it, it, it does whether you want to lunch to track uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner because mm-hmm. they're the most common ones. But then you can go in the settings and you can enable or disable uh, one of these six meals. Yeah. So okay, whatever yeah. you want, you can just say, I honestly, we just track dinner here because it's the one, the one uh, meal we do together. But uh, during COVID, we tracked lunch as well because we are at home all the time. So yeah. I started tracking dinner today. So I downloaded the app and I started filling out dinner. Okay. Stuff. Um, but I hadn't gotten too far down the settings to see what else was there. So that's great. Well, this is awesome. I'm really excited to spend more time with the app and, and really start to understand it and utilize it. Thank you so much for coming on today. We will absolutely put the link to the app store in the show yep. notes. Um, and then remember that it's called Menu Plan. Yep. Just go search it and it will come up. It's got the color wheel with the fork and the knife on the front of the app, yep. even though it says meal planner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you know, the name could change because there's all these kind of techniques. I have to change name every now and then to, to keep it afloat basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know our lives are run by algorithms these days. Yeah. Well, thanks again. I really appreciate your time and uh, take care. Okay. Thank you. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. I am so blessed to have so many cool people on this show, and I really enjoy doing it. If you enjoy listening, please make sure you go and leave a review. These reviews mean a lot in the podcasting world. It's kind of like our version of likes. It helps push the algorithms in the system so that more people can find the episodes and can find the show altogether. So any podcast you love, make sure you're leaving ratings all the time really means a lot to us. Hope to see you on my social media page at Efficiency B. We're going to be doing big things there over the next couple weeks, and I hope you check it out. Till next time, see ya.